Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for Andor, episode six, The Eye. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Noma. Hello there. And Edward. Hi, hi. Eduardo. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> Good, and what was that? It was supposed yeah. to be the, You're not the getting dog. away from that. Eduardo. No, it's Big Brother. No, he said, she says uh, Eduardo. Oh, is it? Yeah. Let's not start with that again. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> maybe Every I'm time. thinking of maybe I'm thinking of the dub because I don't want to. FMA. Well, it's one of those. Head while we're it is a already. Japanese that says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. I think Big yeah, Brother I'm, just I'm, hits harder in English. I I, I just listen to them both because uh, I mean this is completely different from what we're supposed to be talking okay. about. okay. I'm down with this for the F- intro. I like this. Brotherhood's one of the only anime that I would definitely argue the dub is as good as the sub. You don't Dragon think the normal Ball. one is? Like full metal? No, they're they're both good. Like yeah, is as good. Like yeah. they're both. I could listen to either, and they're good. No, Dragon Ball the dub superior. That's my I would, hot take. I would okay. say I, Dragon Ball the dub is like nostalgic superior. Like that's the only Dragon reason. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. 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 No. 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 I okay. Again, going off on a big tangent. Look, I I really <laughs> appreciate. I like Goku. I. I like Goku's voice actor in Japanese. I think she's done an amazing job and has a great legacy. But it sounds like an older woman, and I'm just. And you're right. Maybe it is biased because I'm used to Sean Schimmel. Yeah, you've listened to Sean Schimmel for like ten years before you heard it. You've been hearing this. You're just like, why are you an old woman? Yeah, but even even Vegeta. I, I like Chris Vegeta, Sabat's Vegeta yeah, yeah. a lot more than the Japanese one, and like I'll, I mean, and he's knows? Piccolo, Vegeta, Raditz. I think he's the same way for me on both. Piccolo sounds kind. Of, I mean, the dub's in a little English, bit better. He's, little, he's, he's, when, he's yeah. still kind of when Piccolo yeah, and yeah. Vegeta are in the same scene, you're like, he's talking to himself, <laughs> and I can hear it because I know Chris Sabat because he's also the voice of Zoro, right? Yeah, that's that's so, oh, yeah. that's so good. Every time I hear those two, I just think of the the Team Four Star one when they're doing Super Android Thirteen. I think it is. Oh yeah. yeah. Vegeta comes out of the glacier and he says, "Makes each for a thousand years I have slept." Who disturbs? And then Piccolo shows up and he says the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you, you did all wrong. <laughs> so uh, when do we get to leave? Not until the fish jumps. How long do you think that's gonna feed? Oh, I get it. It's because he's a fish. <laughs> All right, and Ed, would you like to let listeners know what this podcast is actually about and not actually about anime? Sorry, sorry. It's not not yet about anime. It will be. Yeah, Visions. But not yet. Visions, season two. Uh, We are talking about Andor episode six, The Eye. Um, It's one crazy episode. It's Mm -hmm. one that I enjoyed. I'm sure you two enjoyed as well. So we're going to summarize the story of the episode for you. We're going to tell you how it relates to other kind of material and things that are happening at the same time. And we're going to have a little discussion about it. It's an opinionated discussion. So if you have your opinions, we'd love to hear from you. This is all five years before the Battle of Yavin. That is before the first Death Star blew up. If you have anything you'd like to say about this episode, even if it's just to appreciate the visual play at this point that appeared in this episode... Reach out, contact us. If you've made like a crazy background or wallpaper or something of this, I'd love to see it. So please get in contact with us. There's really easy ways for you to do so, multiple and easy ways to do so. Noma's got a whole bunch of things to tell you about that. Absolutely. Uh, So one of the easiest, as always, is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, once again, we're also going to shill our new merch shop, which is shop at, sorry, shop.voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, 
Email wise, we are at connect at voiceoftheforce.com. On social media, Twitter and Instagram, the handle for both of those is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base, and it's very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars on a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma, and thank you, Ed. Two things I wanted to bring up. One, Ed, are you talking about wallpapers because your monitor's kind of having an issue right now? <laughs> You know, you don't realize how much you miss it until it's not. Yeah. There. Yeah, I, I have that coming in. Hopefully, I keep checking Amazon to see if it's been delivered. Come on, yeah. come on, come on. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, second thing, we definitely missed an opportunity with our hat at on uh, Twitter and Instagram. We could have definitely done at the pod if we had like voice something. <laughs> Get it? Because you got the pod, Star Wars lightsaber style. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's quite a reach. But... I was just thinking about like, yeah, no, was, part, like we could have done the pod if we could figure out the VA part. <laughs> we would have gotten the whole three people who understood the reference. But it's a deep cut, and it's a good deep cut. It's true. It's true. It is. Anyway, let's get into the poster. All right. So third verse, same as the first. But this is once again we've got one of the. I'm not sure if it's a main or if they're a main, main character continuing forward, but I hope so. Um, slight spoilers, I guess. We've got Val this episode, and uh, kind of the same thing that uh, Andor and Vel. Vel, my yeah, bad. I know. I keep on saying Val, Val too because of their accents, right? Yeah. They always say Val, and it's like yeah, it, it sounds, sounds like, Val. like Val. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of in the same way that the last two posters are. We've got her in the forefront with the kind of black combat uniform, uh, big plumes of orange and red. Eh, ready orange yellow smokes that are kind of obscuring the bottom half of her and kind of blend into the the deep red background once again we got silhouettes of x-wings and silhouette of nondescript imperial building uh i mean honestly it's the same thing as the last ones right it's very realistic it, it again just kind of looks like they took a photo of the actress and put a filter over her um it's the easiest way to make a poster of, let's put it that way yeah i mean honestly because it's you've stylized it a little bit like it looks different enough that you're like that's not a real photo but it looks really cool um and it fits with the kind of resistance poster background that we've got um yeah i don't got too much to say because it's i mean everything i've said about the last two posters still comes across here nice color contrast uh interesting imagery uh nice use as both a poster and kind of like rebel propaganda um yeah i mean that's about all i've got if i don't know if there's anything you guys want to add on to that I mean, what the difference we see, and I don't know if this is done intentionally or anything like that, but the smoke and flame kind of effect they have going on there, there's a little bit more of it in this poster versus the the last one that we saw. And I'm just Ooh. like, is that signifying that we're getting closer and closer to the big boom or anything Ooh, like yeah. that? And it's just like, it if it if it is, that's great. That's great artistry at that point too, and little subtle things there. It could be the same, and it could just be a visual thing that's messing with me because it just looks more orange. That's fine, too. Um, but Vel, 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 Vel. To this <laughs> point, we only know about 25% of her. Mm -hmm. And the, this poster, really, you don't really know what's going on with her face. Is she worried? Is she nervous? Is she angry? Is she 
cautious. Is she looking at something? Is she just looking at something? Like mm. you can't get a read on her at all. And the, that character, I'd love to see more explored in that kind of sense because she's doing. Everybody's done a really good acting job with things like that. Mm. See if she does too. Stuff on Twitter. Absolutely. Stuff mm. on Twitter that really blew my mind about uh, Vel and the actress. Mm. Her name is Faye Marseille. And just just before you do anything, I'll, I will bring it up, but does she look familiar? Faye Marseille. Not Faye Marseille, but like the character on the poster. Does she look familiar to you? The actress. The the... Mm. There, there was something about it to me. I was like, something seems familiar about this actress, and I don't know who it is. She plays Maybe. the waif in Game of Thrones, the character that tries to murder Sansa Stark, or not Sansa Stark. Um, oh, Arya. Arya Stark when they're doing yeah, like the yeah. faceless thing. Oh, it's yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. She oh. was young back then when she filmed that, and now she's in this. I'm like, that makes so much cool. sense. I'm like, god yeah, damn. Right. Yeah, I was like, that's a cool little Easter egg, I guess. If you if you didn't uh, know who played that character in Sorry, Game of Thrones, she was supposed to be a faceless person. Yeah, the her name was the Waif, I guess the character name, but mm. she was one of the faceless like trainer trainees trainers. Yeah, um, I mean, really, I guess the only other one that we saw besides uh, Arya, yeah, right, and Jack and Hakan. Yeah, he was a really fun character. I liked him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, who she is. Uh, so that's a little Easter egg. There's not much else I can add to this poster. It's pretty much the same as everybody else has said. So let's get into the synopsis. But before Absolutely. we do, oh Noma. yeah, <laughs> before we do, uh, this episode was directed by Susanna White and written by Dan Gilroy. And as always, right here, right now, spoiler alert. Uh, you know, I, I might have said something at the beginning, but it's not a big thing. Uh, <laughs> going forward, though, yeah, right. Uh, going forward, though, we're gonna do a synopsis, run you up to speed, and start talking like you have watched the episode. If you haven't seen this episode. What are you doing? Stop here. Go watch it. Do not get your spoilers from us. Uh, you need. You should experience it. It's a good episode. I'll just say that. Uh, but yeah, last spoiler warning. Let's jump in. Uh, so we're gonna focus mostly on Cassie in this episode because it is. This is. This is go time. This is the payday two heist mission. Uh, put on mastermind on the background. It's going to be a fun time, but yeah. So the beginning is kind of them getting ready for the final push, right? We've got, um, Cassian or I guess Clem, and he's still talking with Nemec a little bit. And you get, you get some, they did a really good job of red herring this episode, right? Because they have the talk and they literally, we were joking about it last time, but they had the like, Oh, once we're done here, I'm going to get a boat, see the world. Cause Nemec's basically like, Oh, I, I didn't sleep a wink last night, but you slept like a rock. I, I was just writing. I write when I can't sleep. Um, and he's like, how do you get over? I, I'm afraid I'm going to fall asleep on the job and all this stuff. And they have a, a bit of a back and forth where Cassian goes from kind of like being like, yeah, don't worry. Uh, well, he says you'll sleep when the job's over, which again is basically like you are going yeah, to die. I saw right? that too. I'm like, Oh um, no. But they also, they have a bit of back and forth because Nemec's kind of, I mean, if he didn't sleep, he's moody, right? He has a thing where he's like, yeah, I don't know, because I've got this cause that I, I, I want to live for, but you've got nothing, right? Like, you, you, there's, you've got no, uh, no anger in this or no stakes in this. And uh, Cassian just goes, do I look? Do I look like I, I, I'm not angry? Do I look like I'm not, you know, I've got nothing? And Nemec's like, no, not really. So it, it's just some nice, you know, there's still tension, right? And as we keep, as they start moving in and start splitting up to, to go their separate ways, uh, or sorry, uh, to, to go and merge with the Aldani people to kind of blend in. I'm not even blend in with the Aldani people, sorry. They're just pretending to be Aldani's 
going to the temple. Um, we get another kind of surprise, which is that uh, Skeen tells uh, Cassian that uh, Tamarin, the other guy that uh, Andor's really been butting heads with, used to be a stormtrooper. Because uh, Cassian says, like, wow, he really loves giving orders, right? Because he's, he's very much, like, trying to command this four-man cell. Mm-hmm. And Skeen's like, yeah, it's because he came from the Empire. And he even mentions, like, you should have seen uh, what, ha- what what happened when Sinta found that out. Stormtroopers killed her whole family. So it's nice, right? We're getting this kind of passive uh, character development, which is the good type, right? The the uh, not have it be like, look, this is X character. Her likes are X, Y, Z, and her dislikes are... Blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, it's more natural in conversation. Um, so they go there, and at the same time, we're getting the opposite uh, angle from the Imperials because uh, Gorn is still there. And he's with the uh, the two imperial. It's interesting because like this is our first time really meeting them. Yeah. Um, but we get commandant, and we never know their names. So commandant. Yeah, we're, we're pulling this. Yeah, we're pulling this off of where they are. Sorry, commandant. There you go. Uh, commandant. He has right. Yeah. And uh, him talking with uh, Colonel Pedigar, Colonel. Uh, who is. Come on now. Colonel. Colonel. You, you're I'm a military savant. What's going on here? Who, when did I ever say that? You love history and wars. <laughs> yeah, history, not like current art. I mean, I mean, to be fair, you read a lot of Warhammer. There must be a lot of titles Jesus like that in there. Come Christ. on now. Yeah, I'm, and I read a lot of Warhammer. All right, so you, you want to do the rest of this uh, then, Ben? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, go ahead. You, I gotta got shit on now. you when I can, no, no, man. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do the rest then of we it. get to the end where. <laughs> War, right? <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, so anyways, we've got oh, Jay Holt and Pedigar, and uh, they're basically talking. And it's the same thing that we kind of got uh, last episode with Kimsey and Gorn, where um, it's the Imperial standpoint, right? They're like, oh, God, we have to let the filthy humans that look exactly like us, which is, I, I mean, you know. Right? Right? Empire... I never understand yeah. that. It's like, oh. Empire racism at its finest. It's like the, the it reminds me of the Family Guy joke, right? Where it's like, and, and, uh, and we, rights for everybody, except for all the minorities. And like, all. So like, even like the parts of uh, of Europe that aren't like Ireland and Scotland. You know what? Not even them either. Nobody gets right. It's like that kind of style, right? Where it's just like, they'll make any excuse whatsoever to just like put down anybody that they, they don't like. It's, um, it's intense xenophobia and it, mm-hmm. it, it extends to not just like aliens, but if like you're in any way different than civilized. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you, you don't use a fresher and you don't, you don't live in a, you don't live in a unit and, a, and then you don't, you don't have a high rise and everything. Ah, mm-hmm. You don't, if you don't own a comm, like don't talk to me basically. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they're going over that and kind of like the Aldani traditions that they they follow to like it. It's very akin to like native stuff, right? Because they're saying like, oh, they let us have a land lease in exchange for goat skins. Well, that's later, but still, I mean, it all kind of combines together, right? So we kind of see the whole thing. Uh, Jay Hold is is trying to suck up to uh, the head engineer, and they kind of defer to Gorn as being like, oh, you understand the savages? What do you think they'll do? Do you think that? Well, they also say, do you think they'll they'll uh, will get away with the fact that next year we're not letting them use the temple? Well, I guess it's in three years, but the next journey, right? And Gorn just kind of, he gives the, the neutral Imperial answer. He's like, well, they won't have a choice. So, um, And we kind of see from there, it's it's interesting because we see two different agendas going on, but it works really well as to why the plot isn't being found out. Because we see from J-Hold's perspective, he's talking with his wife and son, and they're doing the typical Imperial dignitary, like, oh, like you have to behave. I don't care if you're feeling sick or you don't want to. Like You're doing this because if I suck up to the head, 
engineer, then we'll actually be able to get off this shithole and go to a different planet and actually enjoy ourselves. Um, so he's super focused on this, right? So we can see absolutely, because Gorn is making it very clear to, like, if j Hold was paying attention, that he's setting something up. Because he basically, you know, we see from his perspective, the Adani people start coming in, and he goes to all the the people around. He brings all of the officers in and, like, basically puts them around the temple so they'll be too far away to help. Um, and he kind of pulls everybody off, except for one thing. We'll talk about it. It's like the one thing that kind of bugged me this episode. Um, he basically just pulls it so it's like full skeleton crew. Like everybody just come outside, watch the show. Don't look back at the base. There's nothing to see there. Also, this new squad that nobody's ever seen before who's totally from Aldazi. They're totally from the naval base. Don't ask questions. They're going to follow me inside now instead of anybody we know, right? But again, because the the uh, command- commandant is... Uh, so focused on trying to get his promotion <laughs> he doesn't notice at all it's so um, good it's so good <laughs> so basically from there we get and it, it uh we get another flip scene where uh we're seeing vel and uh cinta and they're trying to uh, come in from the opposite side they're trying to come in from across the lake uh they're holed up in this little alcove and some imperials come by take a leak um it's like oh will they have to fight will they not nope the patrol keeps going they use a I have no words for it except for the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 submarine thing that uh, you hold that they hold on to. Or is it Ghost? I can't remember which Call of Duty it was. But yeah, it's just this little engine, basically, that they use to, to go through under the lake, through it, to the wall as the comet shower is just starting. Um, and as they get there, they basically put some sort of comm scrambler uh, on the communications equipment they don't get caught then they rappel down but we get a, a moment where it's like when it is go time uh vel kind of freezes i was just kind of like I, I think it's the enormity of everything hitting or like this is it yeah everything you've prepped for all that anxiety is hitting you right now and so it gets real tense because tamarin's uh basically being like do we go do we go do we go like constantly in his mic like what's happening what's happening as everyone's starting to get tense and Cinta even says to Bell, like come on just just give the order like it's time uh, so they do and uh everybody follows uh gorn who's with the commandant and the uh colonel back in colonel i don't know fuck off <laughs> and uh, they just take the whole uh party back in. Yeah, Car- Carpodernimal, uh, and basically uh, they all go Carpal into the main. Uh, yeah, Carp- Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> so they all get into the main area, and then they they spring the ambush, right? Like uh, they basically make it so it's only the squad and Gorn who are inside. And Gorn, he, he isn't even there. He actually just leaves like right before the ambush goes off. Uh, it goes off, and it turns into a Mexican standoff because Carpal Tunnel uh, Pettiger basically pulls a gun. <laughs> On Nemec, as everybody else pulls their guns out, um, and it's very te- and it's very tense, right? Because uh, the J Hold is basically begging Pettigrew not to do anything because I think it's Skeen has a gun to his son's head, basically being like, "Drop it or he dies." Um, and Pettigrew is obviously screaming like, "You drop your weapons or I kill Nemec." Uh, it's resolved because Vel drops in through the the one of the access ladders and just ices uh, Pettigrew. That was so Oh, was it Cinta? I thought it was yeah. Vel. Just comes in and just shoots him right in the head. Cinta was just like, yeah. and she didn't do that stupid scream before doing it. I think it was a perfect, just like, yeah, just shot out of nowhere. Cool. Yeah. But the yeah. interesting thing too is like, he then shoots, but it goes off off kilter and it just misses yeah. Nemec's head yeah. because he, she got it without him realizing. So yeah, yeah it's, it's really well done. Cinta and Vel come in. They do the whole thing. They they put the officers that they came in with and. Uh, uh, Jay Holt's family in cuffs and mouth and ball gag, like Star Wars ball gags. I guess we got those now. Would you even call that a mouth gag? Whatever it was, it is. a mouth and gag for mouth sure. Mouth gag. 
Not a ball, not a ball gag. We, we, I don't know. No, it but what? Like what? Talk. What do you do? Uh, okay, you know what? Seriously, keep going. Just do the rest then, okay? <laughs> oh man. Uh, stuff happens. They kill the alarms. Get down to the vault. Open up the vault. Um, start getting, and they basically the engineers who were down there. They take them as hostages with the the uh, J hold, and uh, get them to start loading the the. Uh, credits on there's a whole bunch of stuff um so they're doing it they're doing the whole thing they're rushing for it and so the one thing that kind of surprised me is that when the comm scrambler activates um kimsey notices it immediately the comms guy basically yeah. he notices what's happening and is t- trying to unscramble it and I- i'll talk about it later but it-, it was like it was an avoidable thing and that's why it confused me um but so he realizes something's wrong he brings a squad down there's another tent standoff as they've got like most of the credits in but not all the credits in um there's a moment as well where right before they show up, Gorn comes in, he reveals that he's the traitor, he keeps trying to get people to work, the Commandant's furious. Um, and so basically, um, when they're they're having the standoff with the comms guy, uh, Gorn is t- telling uh, J-Hold, like, tell them, tell them that they're, they're not ours to be here and get out of here. And he just straight up has a heart attack and dies. Yeah. Because they've been pushing him to do all the work. So the firefight erupts. Um, I wasn't expecting this, but um, both... Tamarin and Gorn end up dying in the firefight. Um, as they're all trying to basically get the last of the credits on board, kill all the other Imperials, they leave one in the transport shuttle. So while Cassian's trying to get it off the ground, um, they, he ends up getting in a fight with the officer. And it's it's you know it's not like a, oh my god is he going to die because we know Cassian can't right, um, but it, it delays them long enough and then he, he only really gets out because Nemec gets uh, a little bit of time left to shoot. Um, the Imperial, and then Cassian basically gets in with Skeen and uh, Vel, and we also get a thing where like Cinta kind of gets left behind, and I was curious about that, but they yeah, do explain it. That's interesting. So, yeah, so the uh, Cassian starts it, he guns it out, and this is where the unfortunate thing I didn't because at this point I was like, oh, cool, Sonomic survives. They they red herring me like completely. No, so he was standing behind one of the credit uh, skiffs, and it's it's just as everyone goes tumbling back when the ship bursts out of the hangar bay, it crushes him. Um, and the, the bottom half of him, right? And so Skeen and Vel try to get him out. It Something, you know, something's clearly wrong. He says, I can't feel my legs. Um, and they start g- gutting it through the uh, the eye that's now in full, and it looks beautiful, but it's now in full bloom, right? Like all these comments are coming down, all this micro debris. It's really, there's it's some beautiful. stuff in there's some stuff in this episode I was really, really impressed with, and we'll talk about that. Because uh, I was super impressed with some of the physics that they, like, realistic physics that they had for this thing. Um, but so they go through, it, it's simultaneously the least and most intense uh, chase I've ever seen in Star Wars, because they are only going in a straight line because they can only go in a straight line. But goddamn, if all the ships, if the freighter and the three ties that are sent after it don't take up beating uh, and we get some other cool stuff as well like the tie fighters have to fire blind because once they enter the magnetic field of the eye you see their scanners just shut down completely and so the fighters are the tie pilots are freaking out trying to readjust fire at them uh so they manage to escape all the ties end up killing themselves or well like two of them smash into each other and the other one just gets taken out by uh, micro debris um and they basically they have a, they're having a talk as they're getting ready to leave um because skiing basically says oh we have a, a medic that we were supposed to use in times like this. Um, but Vel doesn't want to do it because it's, she doesn't really say, or Skeen doesn't really say, and Vel, they don't make it clear, but it's implied it's like she only cares about Cinta, right? 
she, and she just wants to get the, the job done. And talk medic. Yeah, she just wants to get the job done and not put it at yeah. risk, is what he said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is well, the because she because Vel says that's not fair, and mm-hmm. to me that immediately said like Skeen is is saying but not saying if it, it the only person she'd care about being her Jacinta, right? Um, so they touch down outside the the dock base. We get to see the the says ripper dock here that's a uh that's a shadow and cyber but yeah, yeah. i just thought ripper um, dock because i was like yeah that's the closest thing we could come up with that's fair but like well the the i guess like under underground doctor or whatever right so he's working on nemic um and vel's watching over with with a bunch of fluid bags and stuff and then we get something i wasn't expecting at all which is skeen is alone talking with cassian and skeen just straight up is like how much do you think he's in there 80 million creds split it two ways and leave or 40 million creds a piece. And we get, an, again, just a beautiful moment of just upturning his character because Cassian goes like, what, you don't care about your brother? He goes, I don't have a brother. Just a full lie, right? And we get the part where Skeen also understands, right? Because he says, look, me and you, we're the scum of this crew, right? We're the ones who have been in, in the Imperial holding facilities or jails. We've had to fuck over so many people to get where we are. What's another few, right? We're so close to, to being able to retire. And just do whatever. Um, and again, they do such a good job because it's never said, but it is so heavily implied that like this is not a question you say no to, right? Like you either agree or someone's dying. And so casting gets the drop on skiing. He just immediately shoots him. Like while he's at the point of like, will you say yes? Will you say no? While he's waiting for that answer, casting just takes the first move, kills skiing walks into the clinic and we find out that Nemec is dead. Uh, so the surgery didn't work. Uh, so it's just him and Vel and Cinta now who uh, with Cinta, we see she basically is in full Imperial officer gear and just leaves, just walks out the front door kind of is it's either implied. She's going to rejoin the Eldani's somehow, or just kind of disappear. Yeah. Um, go to ground kind of thing, which makes sense. Um, and so he, Cassian has a, a very tense standoff with, uh, Vel basically tries to tell uh, her that, you know, what Skeen told him, and she doesn't really believe him, which makes sense, right? Uh, but he basically gives her uh, Luthen's crystal and says, give that back to, to the boss for me. I'm taking my cut and I'm I'm leaving. And even tells the the doctor, like, I'm, I'm going to give you 30k and I'm taking your ship. And there's not really a, a way for you to get out of that, so... We kind of basically end there. That kind of closed out their story. Oh, sorry. Uh, before he leaves, Vel gives uh, Andor Nemec's manifesto. Yeah. Uh, and says that he insisted that you have it if something happened to him. And because Cassian doesn't really want it, and he also doesn't trust that Vel's not going to just try and take him out when he grabs it. But he takes it and then leaves. And so we kind of end there. Um, there's a few other small, very small things uh, that happen this episode. One is we see Mon Mothma, and she's trying to pass that... Um, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Gorman, Goman, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, she's trying to pass that bill in the Senate, and we can t- like nobody cares. Nobody in the Senate cares. Like it's it's a near empty room. Most of the people Senate are, are leaving there. while she's talking. It yeah, was, yeah. Oh, well, it's because no. of what's happening outside of it. That's not yes. related to Andor. It's related to but the but it was stuff. just it was just mm. funny that it had to coincide with that moment, and, and yeah. that's where a, a little old me was just like. <laughs> <laughs> serves you right for taking all the credit <laughs> no, I get you but yeah like now now that we've got this new view on Mothma it's like holy shit can something go right for her but yeah and on in the back with all you're right with old Mothma it's like uh... <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so we get that part, and then uh, we also get um, back at like right after they finish they finish that scene with Cassian and uh, Vel. It just cuts straight back to ISB command, and so we see uh, Deidre and her attendant uh, kind of going with everybody, and they like again. Like I mean, we'll talk about it, but amazing acting, amazing acting on the part because you could just tell her expression; it was so clear. Um, and they're like, oh, they all walk in, and uh, everyone kind of uh, kind of gathers in. And as they're coming in, Major, is that right? Major, is that is that it's uh, major, 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 ma- ma- yeah. yeah, major, 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 <laughs> major. I don't know which. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they all file in, and uh, Partagaz is there, Kyburn, and he he literally like as they're walking, he says like, "Don't sit down. This isn't a meeting," and he just straight up tells everybody in ISB. He's he says, um, "Well, we yeah." He basically says like, "Everybody, I want ev- tell your family, tell all of your subordinates, nobody's leaving. You are all on over or on the clock right now until we get this done i need everybody to get i can't remember what he says specifically but it's like anti-imperial or like threat response uh task force he basically said like everybody i want everyone's task forces assembled and briefed and ready for this because this is a major issue we need to get this solved yesterday um and so it's basically midnight yeah, yeah, be back here. But I want all this stuff ready by midnight. Um, so it's all hands on deck for ISB right now, which makes sense. Because this is a very big heist, even if they didn't take everything. Um, so then it switches to Luthen's uh, antique shop, and he's he's just, you know, playing his role and, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, conveniently, we get the, it's either the the board husband or chauffeur or something like that of the, the woman who he's showing all the stuff to. He has a really nice little thing where, uh, he's got like a good sales pitch. We'll talk about that later. But I was like, oh, that's a really good way to like get this across. Uh, and so the the other guy's like, oh, do you have anything from Aldazi? Aldani, uh, and he yeah. goes, or sorry, Aldani. <laughs> and Luthen's like, uh, oh, I can check in the back. And he goes like, why? And he goes, oh, there was a big rebel attack last night. It's on all the Holonet news. Is that right? Is Holonet? Is that how you pronounce it? No, it's Holonet. Holonet. Hold on. There we go. Yeah. And so. Uh, Luthen, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's just for his expression. But anyways, so uh, Luthen goes into the back room and uh, he says, like, oh, I'll check in the back. And the guy's like, I was just kidding. But we see him kind of being very happy and, and very, oh, you see all that relief yeah. and happiness kind of crashing in, even though he doesn't realize that the plan was like 70% successful yet. Um, the plan was fully know, successful. Well, yeah. Oh, I guess the amount of money, right? Yeah, 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 they didn't get everything before the firefight. Um, the whole payroll for the... They got, like, they got, bricks. They got 90% <laughs> of it. Yeah, they got a lot of it. Yeah, 90%? Say, like, did you see that room? Yeah. They got, two, they got, the, like, they got two of the sections minus a cart, yeah. like a cart with, like, five of them on there, and then the last two sections at the end. Yeah, so, they yeah, got, like, 70%. 70%, yeah. 70, 75%, I'd say, yeah. Like, a lot, but not the full. But uh, So, as always, uh, I want to go over just real quick the problems I had with this sure. episode, because they're very minor. They're very small. Uh, so, one of them is... So, Kimsey's the one who finds out the comms guy. He's the one who realizes something's up. He's the main reason that their plan fails, yep. right? Because they have to engage in the firefight. Gorn's the one who put him there, though. Because last episode, when they have that talk on the top of the wall, he says to Kimsey... Or Kimsey I expect you to be at your post tomorrow. I'm going to be doing rounds. I think that was that was the day before, though. 
if that's the case, it it's is. not well. Yeah, I think it was right? because it was two episodes ago. Mm. And then it was um, the day there was a night in between that. And then there was the day that they were walking towards the the building, like to the to the heist. And that was but the day was, I think it was, it was that night. Out. That oh, the okay. started right. So yeah. that's that's why I'm getting. So maybe that's true, but if it was, it wasn't um, fully clear. It wasn't conveyed well enough, and so that. But that really confused me, right? Because yeah. you'd figure you'd be like, "Oh, look, comes. Who cares, right?" It's what are we going to hear from Aldazi base? Just be here for when Aldazi needs to thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. And then that. and then just go enjoy yourself. Like, who cares, right? Um, that would have been smarter, but. I mean, you know, it, it, it's a very, very minor thing. Um, I also skipped a bunch of the stuff with the uh, the actual people, people, the Just cultural people. I don't, I don't even want to say their names anymore. But yeah, all <laughs> of the the village people. They they have a whole thing where they're doing the ritual and they talk, but it's all like they use them as a distraction the whole time, right? They keep cutting back to them, showing the ceremony. It's like, oh, I thought the whole time it was like, oh, they're gonna be, um, they're getting ready to rebel themselves, right? Because it's very sinister and it's very like there's some sort of mystique with their dance but it's not they're just enjoying the festival um so that wasn't a bad thing right it wasn't like a uh oh that hurts the episode for me it was just kind of like a, uh, there's so many red herrings here uh what was the other one that i actually didn't like um they burnt the fur <laughs> yeah that was funny. yeah right it's just, awesome. like, just they, like, they, they know right <laughs> it, it's that classic they're smarter than than the imperials give it's them credit they for are, yeah. Yeah, you they bought know. this they... off world you son of a bitch yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't even smell like here <laughs> right i thought it was wookie for for at first but Dude. Uh, oh, it had that, it had that well, look to it, it yeah it kind of did yeah yeah they just didn't brush the hair or treat it or anything they're just like take it off one you junior take it off one. okay good here yeah Overall, it's uh, like this episode was really, really good. Like, I've got so many more positive things to talk about than I do. Uh, start negatives. with the positives. I've never heard you actually start. Yeah, with I would love to hear that. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned. I'll just end up stealing all the points. But I mean, okay, to to start off with, mm. all the positive points we have are either going to be about the actual event. Mm. I have one about angles, but that's it. Um. <laughs> There's not much outside of that that you can really be like, holy shit. Over mm-hmm. like, I've wanted to show people that scene constantly. So like, if that's the positive oh, yeah. that you go and run with, go for it. No, like, okay, so the first thing that really impressed me about this mm. whole thing was, at least for me, I can't remember for you guys specifically, all my predictions are wrong. I didn't get a single thing correct. And I was going off like a very basic, like, you know, spy thriller. These are the beats that it always hits, you know, bah, 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 bah. but I'm super impressed that I was wrong on all that. Actually, right? Nemec, no, you're not. No, Nemec you're not. died. Nemec died. Yeah, but Nemec so, didn't die in the way I thought he was going yeah, to. Right? That's true. But, but are you wrong, though? You, did, you, did, you just said he's going to die during the mission, which he did. The method made well, He's under different. pressure or something, yeah. right? But, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe he over... Um, did we meant... Well, yeah, like, when they're going through, they got to get out because they give him adrenaline. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking pulp fiction. Super, super but, Bacta. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> super Bacta. It's like an EpiPen. <laughs> it's it's, it's Resident Evil Bacta. Yeah. <laughs> Healing juice, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Red no, herb. you're not, because you snapped yeah. your fucking spine. Yeah. I've, I've played so, Battlefront, you just chug the Bacta tank, you yeah. walk over, right? And or you then... just wait, and then your health goes back up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, that... I don't, I don't consider you being wrong for, because it was mm. under pressure... And I think the spike from the adrenaline and him like screaming at Cassian and all doing all that stuff at that mm-hmm. point, it was just like, all right, I'm going to sleep now. It's just like, no, you mean you're going to die now. It's like, eh, whichever. Mm-hmm. 
and done. Like he was, that was when he died. And then they were just doing everything they could to stabilize and fix him. They could. He was too far gone. Yeah. So I think I think dying under pressure at that point, That's it fair. still the, fits in that thing. Can I bring up a, one... a quick little point just of that part mm. that you were talking about when he was yelling at Cassian and he's like, "I gotta sleep now." Yeah. The yeah. parts where he was like, "Climb." Like you need to climb now, right? Mm. That's a refer- <gasps> that's a reference to K two S O when he went down and he smashed the keys and he's like yeah. climb Cassian climb and then he goes it's uh, like okay. oh that's some deep cuts that's some good stuff I didn't notice Why that until he... I saw it online but, but I'm like, oh that hurts so <laughs> much especially when K 2s doing it and then it happened with Nemec yeah, in the past yeah, it's like yeah, oh shit like well, I want to see him like read that manifesto and then so that because if he if he does react in that scene he's just crying or whatever it's just like are you remember you had nothing to do with this key and give a fuck you knew him for a week maybe less five days mm. right so it's like so why do you have some connection to him versus just like oh somebody's telling me to do this again great we're gonna die i feel like it's because that. he was a kid right he wasn't like cassian kind of can relate to him a little bit in the fact can that he he's know? yeah he's, he's been I, in this fight since he was six, six years, years old. old yeah <laughs> six years old yeah no, right, yeah. <laughs> but no i, I think that's like... what it was it's like he's the youngest guy in the crew and like the kid doesn't know what's going on really but he's, mm. you know, he's in it and I, he's trying to be, yeah. Yeah, I feel like if Cassian related to any part of him, it was probably the Cassian before he went into exactly. Imperial Prison, right? Yeah. Um, before he realized, like, what is what his actions, consequences could be. But yeah, um, yeah no, the, the other thing I was very surprised about, because I thought it was like, oh, this is clear as day. When they, well, you know, I talked about last episode when they burn the scale model. I was going to be like, oh, the base is going to go up the same way. Nope. Yeah, it's that completely didn't go fine up. at the end. And that's mm-hmm. also why I, when they kept uh, cutting back to the the natives, I was convinced it's like, oh, they're going to rise up. They're going to be the ones who set fire yeah. to everything. And yeah. yeah, if we can't use this temple, nobody can kind of a thing. Um, but no, it, it was all the, just, you know, focused on other stuff. The part that the, the people played, I think, was a really interesting part. So I don't know about you guys, but even knowing kind of the somewhat of the outcome for this episode going into it, the mm-hmm. entire episode, there was so much tension the entire way. And I think that's what the the um aldani people also gave right because they're chanting and this presence is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then it suddenly just goes silent and then they put the thing on the the pot of the fire Mm. and then they look up and it's the exact time that all the the comic things yeah pulls across so i feel like the reason it was cutting back and forth to the aldani people was yes it's a little bit of a red herring but that red herring also gives you like tension where tension wasn't in the episode Mm. it fills in that tension gap right so that's yeah. kind of the the scope that I saw in this episode was the entire episode, even till the very end. Because you're like, is he gonna kill Vel after he killed Skeen? Like, what the hell's going on now? Like, what is mm. what is it gonna like? Is Cassian gonna be the only one arriving with a 80k or 80 mil? Right? Like, you just don't know until the mm. very very end. You're like, wow, that was a very tense episode. That's kind of what yeah. I was expecting, or that's what I kind of saw. No, and you've got a good point because that that way of stretching out the episode, right, and adding more tension was yeah. like. I mean, I hate to to rip on it because I love the manga, but it's it's like the exact opposite of One Piece. Oh right? yeah, the... <laughs> F- fucking sh- like I love I love One Piece. I'll, I'll defend it all day, but the anime that's a whole different story, right? Watch One Piece. We're stretching out scenes by like forty five seconds, a minute and a half. I'm just like still. God, it's boring. Yeah. yeah. Or just like, oh, let's recap the last five minutes that you literally just saw before the commercial, right? Watch like, One this Piece. Is... Yeah, I seriously need to, but this yeah. is the opposite of that, right? Exactly. This is the Dragon Ball high of uh, mm-hmm. the episode, as it were. Yep. Uh, except there's no shitty cropping, but that's only in the Boo Saga. It makes a difference. What am I talking about now? Anyways, um, 
yeah other good i mean the acting i've said it every yeah. episode so far holy shit the acting because one of the things that i mentioned before was when deidre's as they're as they're walking in um you can see on her face it's like it's fear and it's apprehension but it's also like oh this is a chance like there's a little bit of of excitement right of like oh i can i can use this right if i whatever's happening if i stand uh step up this is what uh at least in my head is this is what part of guys was saying right i do work on the stuff that's important that he wants me to work on i can get up there and i can go straight past uh was it blevin um, one thing I would say that kind of goes with what you're saying here is hmm. I didn't think about this, but that kind of facial like, oh, my God, this is an opportunity. It's because of the stuff that she's been doing in the back. Mm. That's going to connect to all this stuff. And I think she knows that deep down because she's like anti-imperial, whatever it was. Right. It's like, this is what I've been mm -hmm. working on. This is something that I've seen. Now we have to deal with the aftermath. And I have evidence already already prepared. So I feel like this I told is, you so. Yeah. She's like, I yeah. told you so opportunity. I actually have some say here now. I think that's kind of what's leading up to it, right? Mm. So I, I believe Seems that's kind like... of where it is. Because she was doing stuff with, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the Imperial guy, Heert. Attended Heert. They were doing like the all-nighter, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, so that scene, I was blown away when that happened. Um, I, just seeing it and then seeing everything unfold, that was super good. The tenseness of the entire crew, especially on Gorn's end, um, and then also, like, it's just everything's so good, right? Like, we don't get the, the not that it happens a lot, but the one-dimensional Imperial look, like, you know, with J-Hold and, and all of his stuff, it is very Imperial, you know, talking down to the natives, all this kind of stuff, not caring at all. But we see his on. family side. Yeah, I can't fit the belt. We get the Robert Baratheon kind of moment where he can't he can't get his belt on for his uniform. And the wife's like, I think you might have gained a little bit of weight. He's like, what the hell you say to me? He's <laughs> like, oh my god, dude, relax. <laughs> Yeah, he, he not... got hostile. It's like a, yeah. it, must, it must have shrank in the wash. It's like, why the hell would you wash yeah. your belt? It, like... It's it's very clear that it's a incredible. Every family relationship in this show so far, every family dynamic, I guess I should say, has been super healthy so far. Oh, so so um, healthy. Yeah, right. Uh, but like, we get to at least the thing I, I enjoyed is because it, when it's too one dimensional, Imperial, it's like, yeah, go ahead and execute my son. I don't care. I can make another one like the Omniman style. Yeah. Um, so the fact that he's, he's more like panicked, immediately panicked with his wife and kid. It's like, okay, he does care. We're getting that, um, that little bit of sympathy so that we actually feel something when he kills over from the heart attack, which I wasn't expect. like, man, I would not have expected that. I, I was, I, I was laughing my ass <laughs> off a little bit. I was just like, this guy had it coming the entire way. Uh, he was a dick to his family. He was a yeah. dick to the people he fucking worked above. This guy finally got to do some work for one day in his life and it fucking killed him. Yeah. No, oh, it's so bad. It's because so Thingy had the death note and he wrote that if he was going to die, he was going <laughs> to oh that'd be amazing yeah no that was pretty good i liked i like the part like with with the imperial thing that you're saying like it's not the i'm cold imperial kind of thing um the mm. uh colonel pedigar uh the head engineer when he's like put the gun down from the kid and let the kid go that's what he said right mm. so it's like he yeah, actually yeah. gave a shit that it was the son like he didn't give a shit yeah. about anybody else really he's like let the kid uh, go he said see, let the kid go that's what it was yes he did i think but it was in terms of like you're pointing at an, an imperial citizen who is imperial mm -hmm. why not the imperial. wife why didn't he say the and wife you're... and anybody else like he, he well, went because the only the person who actually had a gun to someone's head was skeen was pushing the barrel into the kids yeah. uh, back of the kids head. Oh, because as where he comes from it's like you want to hit somebody where they'll do anything you say the wife he'll yeah. find another like the, he won't worry about that the kid yeah the kid's the legacy yeah. Yeah. yeah that's especially for that imperial interesting it's just like 
Because normally the Imperial mm. just be like, poof, right? He would just shoot. He would just shoot him. Not say anything about that kind of stuff. Mm. So I just thought it was like, makes him a little bit more human no. in the fact. But... Also, he's used to command and people listening to what he says. That too. Right? Mm. So if it's just like, Even I if told he's just I an engineer. An yeah. Hey, man, don't, don't. He's a head engineer. engineer so there's yeah. that. He's a little bit higher up. No, but was there anything else that you wanted to bring up? Uh, oh yeah, there's probably more, but I want to give you guys some room to to get Keep your going. points in as well. Keep going, because my points aren't really huge. Is like I'll put them in while you put your thoughts together. Okay. Um, they one thing I really appreciated. So they put the they put the box or whatever it is on the comm station. Yeah, she does the a jammer. terrible job with that, but I don't know why she doesn't <laughs> secure it where it doesn't fucking start rattling mm-hmm. about. Um, because it's already high up, the wind's gonna be blowing. But they're also teaching, like, when they're in the base, they're just like, there'll be this kind of button and this and this, and we got to learn how to do this. And They train to use equipment. Mm -hmm. I've had this argument in Star Wars before about people who don't give us any backstory exposition on how they know how to use things, (laughs) get in something, start pushing a bunch of fucking buttons and flipping switches, and it works. Mm -hmm. That irks me. Because if you don't know how to fly, how to drive, how to do whatever like that. You're not just going to jump into something and be like, yeah, yeah, I've never done this in my life, right? Mm. It's fine. Like, you're not doing that. Nemec is showing, I think, Cinta or somebody how to use the the comm channel. So when they take yeah, the family yeah. into the into the, into the the bridge, I guess, at this point, it's not a ship, but he's the like, command tower. This button, this button does this. Yeah. Don't press like, like, that button, yeah. Like, don't, yeah, exactly. Don't press this one. This is going to be the one. This one's going to go off in a bit because that's the them over there calling. And we're just going to report everything's fine. They won't hear it in the thing because this is, but you have to do this and then shut it off. And it's just like, okay, cool. That was the one thing I really appreciate because he did exactly what he said mm-hmm. when they did. It's almost just like, you would have known what to do and they would have laughed at you or they would have tried to do something. Yeah. Sweetness. Mm-hmm. Uh, second thing, I was just like, I hadn't heard anything about them planning about Sinter or anything like that. So when they were in the thing, I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah, you don't yeah, know. You're right? getting on the ship. Didn't, didn't, no. What did you, you guys forget? Like, are yeah. you are you so in the? Oh fuck. That's when she like, gave her a hug. Was... That's when she gave her. A hug. She's like, make yeah, sure you're okay. You'll be all right. It's not yeah. that you'll be alright while you're doing this. It's why you're right when you're done. Yeah, that's what it was. Because from from that right, so it's just like you're gonna be whatever. So they take off from the ship, and I'm just like. Oh no, they forgot her. Oh no, she knew. She's gonna kill herself. Because that's where I thought the base was gonna explode. Like she yeah. was gonna like kamikaze it or something. Yeah, martyrdom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I said I was for waiting that for that kind of thing. Yeah. And what so when she walked on the Imperial was just like, oh, so you planted the bomb and you left. What did you mean <laughs> the bomb? I was like, you can't just stand around yeah. these people wearing Imperial. We don't know if she killed you. We don't know if she <laughs> killed anybody in that boardroom though, or that comm room. Like, we don't know if they're all alive well, or dead. Well, think show. of it this way. I think they left it like that so we wouldn't have to see her kill a child. Yeah. But remember, this is supposed to be Andor series. Yeah. The not-so-awesome things with the Rebellion yeah. while still doing Rebellion things. And and it sucks, but the safest way to ensure us into safety is no witnesses, right? Yeah. None. So, I wouldn't yeah. put it past there. Yeah, but also, also the quote, since we were talking about it before, mm. to quote Team Four Star again, yeah, it's, she was walking away from the base, and I was like, "Where is the kaboom? There was supposed yeah. to be a massive earth-shattering kaboom!" <laughs> right. So, like, those are those are a couple of the things. Like, I 
I'm gonna leave the meteor shower to you. Oh man, I'm so it's coming that. from VFX and stuff like that. Like I was blown. Oh yeah, it was right? crazy. Yeah. But good shit, man. He had those the moments of the freeze and the hesitation. I love the fact that like With well, Val, you mean? A, yeah, yeah. So Tamron, he used to be a stormtrooper. That was given order. Okay, everybody fall in and don't say anything. Oh man, these people are cool. <laughs> oh yeah. look at that! I was like, yeah, Nemec's little. I'm not tired anymore. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like, hey guys, I'm not tired anymore. It's like, fall in line. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I was just like, <laughs> the whole time using yeah. was like, yeah, they're not listening yeah. to you, dude. What are you gonna do? Snap them again? When they first walked right. up, too, they like they walked up behind the people, like the, mm. the Aldani's, um, the group of storm or the group of troopers that were over on the side there, the military troopers. They were just mm-hmm. standing there ready, and then you see some guys being like, like, yeah, guys? like some of them were like, like, who are they? They're in. They're like other from the other base, right, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, who are these guys? We've not seen these guys but before. The like, one we're... thing that got me was just like, and I was using this as like deep dive to like if he did survive, but he didn't, so I threw it out. And that's what I'm talking about it now. Like the way Tamron was acting, it's just like, oh, he's getting back into his turn for days. Like, does he miss it? Yeah. Or does, does he, he want to do? Well, because if he's a stormtrooper, you're not really bossing people around. It depends unless, on what unless kind you're of like, he was, like if you're like the. Be... The mm-hmm. orange shoulder one, whatever. Lieutenant. They're still the commander ones, but yeah. like you're still you're still elite trooper, so you can actually order the grunts. Yeah, and shit we've never around, really right? seen that, right? We, it's them more ordering people around, like yeah. the, the citizens, so, right? Oh yeah. So from that, like, okay, the the job's done, and he survives in this alternate universe, and it's just like it's a lot of money. Private military company. Oh yeah. Go back to the empire to like pull Wars, up a Django. And mm. train the the stormtroopers who are coming in, new recruits, oh. because they always need those. Dude, can you imagine if we get like a Star Wars what if, and like the first one's just Terramen? It's like, yeah, the one we didn't ask for, but we wanted all along. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting. The, but... the fact that fucking what's his name, boom, him, what, um, the lieutenant guy. Oh, Gorn. Gorn. Yeah. He just gets the, fried. The... That was shit. That was. It was off the cuff, <laughs> that was too. So bad. I didn't even it's realize like, he was dead. Yeah. All I heard was, ah. And I was like, I saw so... him. It was like, you just get shot and he goes down. I'm like, that was quick. Yeah. I was like, I was oh, like... he's injured. Oh. And then the next scene where you see his body, well, like, and even then, it's not like, focus. Yeah. No, I was like, oh, shit. No, he's not in the One yeah. thing I, I was just like, you did the Swotor thing where you're firing and you didn't take cover, even yeah. though, like, everybody's opening up around you and you're just going right. to stand there. Secret like, agent, cover down. Yeah. Lieutenant yeah. armor will say, ah! my plot, Yeah, my plot armor will keep. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I wanted to say about Terraman, because we are talking about him a second, uh, yeah. Skeen's motives all along. Obviously, he was in it for the money, and that was it. Mm-hmm. When Terraman's like, cover me, I'm going to go in and get Val. And he's like, yeah, I'll cover you. One shot, and then stops and goes back. He lets Terraman yeah, die. No, he lets Terraman. He lets Terraman die. There was no cover fire when he shot like once or twice when he was running. When he started running out, but mm. as he was running and he was out of cover, that's when he just like, "Yep, yeah, I'm done." And there's one less person to split it with, right? That's all it is. That's I all it that. was. Yeah, I know. I I realized that afterwards because you're looking and you're like, "Well, Skeen, like he he got it down to him and Cassian, and he wants to split it. If he can split it forty million, it's better than splitting it three or four ways." Right? I mean, that they weren't another... supposed to split it at all. Yeah, no, but, but he wanted to. That's his... interesting. Yeah, kind of like what if, right? Like, what if more people had survived? Would you know if Tamarin had made it? If Gorn had made it? Like, we get to see who Skeen actually would, is. Would yeah? Would he have gone along with it? Would he have tried to betray the whole group? It could be interesting. Right? Yeah, but I just wanted to bring that up because it's like yeah, after you see that, that's a good one. There's some stuff, mm-hmm. and the other thing too is he 
um, I think this was in one of X videos, Eckhart's Ladder. Um, mm. He was talking about um, Skeen and uh, kind of his motives, right? So in the episode, last episode, when he got the necklace from Cassian, right? He realizes, and then when, when Cassian's talking to them and says, I'm in it for the money, he realizes at that point then Cassian might actually go for the split of the 40 million each, mm. right? So that like the fact that he gets Cassian alone and nobody else is there, shows him that he has a chance to possibly pull this off with the support of somebody else. So yeah, that's, it's true. A, that's a very, very interesting thing. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about for, for Terraman and, and Skeen. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to talk about specifically because for those. mercenaries. Yeah. Oh, mercenary. <laughs> uh, I mean, going going back to the eye. Uh, yes. You know, like, like everyone said, like I've said, it looked... It looks exactly. beautiful. I can see exactly why it was like a thing everyone was looking forward to, right? Um, little, little things I really, really enjoyed about it because I just thought like, oh, wow, this is super realistic is you, the every ship that's flying through takes micro damage, yeah. right? You, you see the cracks on, on the... I can't remember if it's 40K or Star Wars that has armor glass. I think it's Star Wars. It's like... Um, um, oh, what's it called? It, it's either it's either transparent steel it is. or armor yeah, that's glass. What it is. That's transparent yeah, steel. Yeah. Um, but you can see all these little snowflake things coming up, but they're not hitting asteroids, right? And it's it's as someone who has way too much free time on his hand, uh, hands like when you're seeing actual meteor storms, right? Those media a lot of those constant meteors, yeah, exactly. Hmm. They're coming apart yeah. and they're letting all the micro debris come out. So that's yeah. what's happening. The ship's flying yeah. into the micro debris, and it's cracking all. So I mean, just that I was like, holy shit! Like a amazing for suspense because yeah. like yeah. yeah are we are you gonna die in the void i hope not um but yeah such a such a little detail that you know a lot of people don't think of but it's such a good storytelling device to just keep that tension absolutely because again like it's literally a straight line chase scene right yeah like, but it's... nobody really fly yeah the bulk the bulk freighter doesn't really turn it's just kind it's of going one direction it goes up and but down yeah, yeah. Yeah, and but we see the the difficulty of it, right? The ties trying to maneuver around and trying to work with no sensors, which, as we've kind of seen from Imperial Tech, if you're not using the the built-in aids they're giving you, you're just flying a brick. Yeah, and that's yeah, why that's why the thing garbage. that um, Nemec had that's why it was so important because it didn't you it's not going to get jammed. It can't be jammed by any yeah, interference, yeah. that kind of stuff. He's like, you need to climb now. He's like, what the hell? What do you? Like, I can't do that. Like, yeah, yeah, you do. You need to do it now. It, it reminded me a little bit of like old uh, expanded universe lore mm. because in the expanded universe, the TIE fighters were even more worthless than they are now. Like you, <laughs> you couldn't land a TIE on your own. It's, it was impossible to land a TIE fighter. You needed an engineering crew to help you out. Really? Right? Yeah. And it was on purpose so that if you try to defect, you can't steal a TIE fighter. That's interesting. Where go, right. You literally have stolen a tie. It has no hyperdrive again on purpose, so they can't leave. That's interesting. And you can't land. You literally are flying a death, like a death trap now. Um, so kind of getting a little bit of that reference back was really nice. Yeah, I think it was like even intercept. I might be wrong, but I think it was like unless you were an interceptor or a bomber, you couldn't land by yourself. That's interesting. Um, yeah, it was just a, like a little neat. I don't like. I'm not even sure if they're calling that out, but it was just like a, a nice little like. Oh, okay, yeah. They're completely as soon as the the um, sensors go down they get like one close glancing hit on the freighter and that's it and uh yeah but talking about those ties when we go to the alkenzi base 
And you see them like loading into the actual TIE fighters and like they're coming down and then people run over and like get into the ties and stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is so cool. We see oh, their rebels yeah. and I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> I love it. Cause you never really see in live action. Like, we've never seen a live action TIE fighters yeah, get TIE loaded scramble, yeah. with people. And it's just like, man, that's so cool. We get to see that. We get to see them being like transported down because of the, the mm -hmm. top hangar area where they're being held up. So then they're yeah. just out of the way. I'm like, oh. We get to see what it's like in action, unlike an Obi Wan where they're just bolted to the roof. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The whole time. Uh, but yeah, no, that was that was super neat. Um, the other thing that I think we mentioned it before, but it's just kind of hammering at home now that we've had an action scene. I haven't seen a single stormtrooper yet. We're really getting, you know, I'll call it to the fact that they're the elite core, right? Um, it's all just been these kind of like mud trooper equivalents so far. Um, yeah, it's just it's a small thing, but I just I like the fact that it's like yeah, you're fighting the Imperial dregs right now because you're yeah. out on the outer rim, middle of nowhere, literally. Although yeah, and I'm, they're trying hard too. Yeah, although the planet's still mid rim, isn't it? I thought they said that, or like, maybe I'm thinking of Ferrix. It's mid rim. Ferrix is yeah. yeah, I think Ferrix is mid rim. So maybe I'm might no Aldani is Aldani is because she's like oh, is it? it's okay. not enough. It's not far enough away from everything to be nowhere, but it's also not close enough to everything for it to be to be somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So That's it's right. like it's it's a good centerpiece for like doing different distributions. Mm. Um, yeah. Any other points? I have one last one. Yeah, go for it. So they came on talking about Gorman, right? Um, mm. I was watching uh, the Eckhart's Ladder video again, and uh, the Gorman massacre is something that happened in Legends. And basically, what happened is on the planet Gorman, there was a whole bunch of peaceful protesters against the Empire, I believe it was. Mm. Um, on a landing on the landing pads that uh, oh, okay, it is this one. It's the Tarkin yeah, it's was the flying in on, Tarkin and doctrine. he just lands on them. Yeah, mm -hmm. and this kills like them. Move or yeah, and so then yeah. that was the Gorman massacre, and then they oh, okay. just completely like they just completely shut down that planet, and basically just it's just a shit show, right? Mm. And it, that's a big rebel rallying point behind the Gorman massacre because like if they're just gonna do this, what's to stop them from doing it on your planet, right? Yeah, that's true. So the stuff on Gorman and the stuff that Mon Mothma's fighting for. I'm not sure if the massacre happened in this episode as well, because yes, the 80 million credits and all that stuff is huge, but the Gorman massacre, they would realize as an ISB, like that's also something that is going to be completely, it's going to bring the cells together if they're mm. like, as they're doing this, right? Because a rallying point, a martyr of any sort is going to do that. And on mm. a peaceful protest, that's just even amplified even more, right? The anger of the people. Yeah, that that would be interesting if that's kind of like where Mon Mothma's story ends up going, right? Is like, I mean, you know, hypothesis time, right? Next couple of episodes, we're getting Cassian doing whatever he's doing. ISB's hunting him down. They start to get the area contained. They start to finally get the situation under control. And then this happens. Yeah. And then Mon Mothma's story comes into the full, right? Of yeah. like this, you know, you're right. This is the rallying cry now for the rebellion. And she does like a speech maybe like with the rep, like when the rebel soldiers yeah. come together, she's like, this is what happened on Gorman. What's to say it's not going to happen on your planet? We tried mm. to stop it in the Imperial Senate, and nobody would listen. Nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. nobody cared. Yeah, because yeah. they were they they took off the supply lines to make the people angry, so they mm. po they protested that they were starving, right? Yeah, and then all this other stuff, and then they get crushed, and it's like holy mm. shit! Like hundreds of people, I think, get crushed by yeah. whatever ship it was. I think it's an Imperial Star Destroyer. I would assume. I think, it, yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, sure. I, I can't remember, but that's interesting because I knew about the the Tarkin Doctrine. Yeah, that's where it really started. Right, yeah. was the him landing on on the protesters to instill the fear. But I didn't know that was Gorman. I just knew it as as something he did. Yeah, so that's something so, that's kind of being brought back into canon. Which I I didn't I I think I remember hearing about that a long time ago. But like watching mm. X video on it and breaking it down in the previous episodes, I was like, holy shit, they're bringing that back. 
that's really cool mm. so uh, yeah if you guys haven't seen Eckhart's ladders videos i highly recommend what it are you he, doing? <laughs> he knows some crazy shit that i've never mm. heard of so it's really fun to kind of uh um get that information too but yeah that's the last thing of piece that i had for this episode i don't know noma if you had anything else um not a whole lot really like the the last thing i'll say but i already kind of talked about it but i yeah. will just say the the amount of show don't tell that is going on that is working is just really refreshing to me right it's i'm kind of right. used to yeah but i'm 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 kind of used to star wars explaining everything to me because they usually do yeah. right it's kind of like it's kind of a trope within the series so now to see them being like look the audience is smart enough to understand what we're saying like it's it's a nice breath of fresh air, right? Especially this episode with, between Skeen and and Cassian. Well, I'm him, sure some and Mando they did a pretty good job at show don't tell as well, in in points. There was yeah, a lot there yeah. was a lot of tell because there's a lot of like lore behind that that people might not know from other things. But yeah, mm. you're right. This has done it really differently. Mandalorian season one is really good at it. Yeah, Mandalorian season two is I think less good, but that's just because they were trying to cram so much stuff into each episode. Sure, yeah, you have to drop it, right? But like one thing that. Where, where I think it was really well done was Skeen Cassian, even though, you know, I pointed that, that out before, good. but it, it's really good because it's it's one of those things where I think if you're not really paying attention to the relationship that they have, you'd be confused why Cassian just drops Skeen, no question, like, no hesitation, no questions he asked. He just kills him immediately, the entire right? time. Yeah, exactly. And he gave him reason a, not to trust them, right? Yeah, but then that's the other thing, right, is that no one on the team except, I think, Nemec, has cassian's trust at yeah. this point all right everybody's giving him reasons to either not even necessarily like I think distrust but just vel. not even vel right at like the they end. clash a lot at the end yeah. though like he's like this is what he said and she's like, why would he say that and it's like that's for you to think about and she's like oh and I, like i feel like she's like yeah i can see that because of how skeen was with the crew mm. i wouldn't be surprised if, if it takes her longer to, to come oh, to terms for sure with that. For yeah, sure. but eventually, yeah. But it, it's still one of those like, again, and it's the show don't tell, right? Because that's not really an answer. Like, there's nobody knows, right? Yeah, you know, there's no way to fully convince her because she knew she thought she knew Skeen better than she knows. She spent more time with him, right? though, right? Yeah, Clem's been with him for what three, four days. Yeah, yeah. Skeen's been there for who knows how long. So it it all makes sense, and it's all done very well. Um, it's. I just hope it keeps up. Basically, I think and it I, will. I think it's gonna. Yeah, get... I don't see any reason why it's not. We still got to see Saw Gerrera in this. That shit's gonna mm -hmm. be insane. We got in Bad Batch, and that was insane. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get some live action Saw Gerrera at his peak. At some crazy stuff, and I wouldn't. Ima I would imagine that the manifesto is gonna make it to Saw Gerrera, and that's something that he's gonna keep <laughs> and use as like a rhetoric. It's gonna be like Rorschach's journal and Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I haven't seen Watchmen. Um, oh well, you should read Watchmen. But oh, uh, is it better? It, it's I'm not. I don't want to dunk on Zack Snyder too much, but uh, he didn't quite understand all the lessons that the book was trying Did to. Did you watch the TV uh, show? They made a show, I think, too. Uh, uh, we're trying to keep the show positive. So oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll I don't just, know. I've just yeah, heard about it. So. I, I yeah. Uh, next uh, next episode. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Ed, did you have anything else to say for this episode? Honestly, no. The only thing I do have to say is if you're still listening to this and you haven't watched it, my God. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, this is, if there was one Even if you have seen it, go watch, watch it again. It's better the second um, time. It's so watch good. The scene. Show it to your best friend. Show it to your partner. Show it to everyone. Like, you just got to show it to someone. 
So, you know, just moving forward, I mean, what happens next? Because where we leave off, mm. standoff between Cassian and um, Vel, and Doctor, but really yeah. the Doctor's just <laughs> like, nah, I'm not involved. Yeah. So, is he going to... How does he take his cut first off? Because this is the same discussion we've had about credits before. Mm. What denomination are they in? Are yeah. they in big locks? Are they in the chips that Luthen had? Luthen had? Like, what, what, what are they going to be? So they're going to take way more time to determine 30,000. In that time determining it, maybe they talk. Maybe they figure out. He's, he's just shot. The, the guy's still out there. I right? feel like, I feel what like... if he didn't die? The, the cases that Ooh. he has of like each of the the credit cases, I guess like the octang- octagonal ones or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, mm. I feel like 10, it's like when you have maybe. like yeah, it's it's like when you have like a, uh, a set of bills oh, and it's wrapped and it's like yeah. it's, it's like ten thousand in a in a wrap. I feel like that's kind of okay. how it's gonna be. Maybe it's like fifty thousand and one or something like that. Um, I get that. I could see, I could see that maybe. Because there's that the fact that we didn't see Mothma's reaction or she kind of smiled a bit. Mm-hmm. When she's doing all Donnie or whatever is going through, Luthlin is laughing his ass off yeah. in the bathroom. It's just like, hang on now. What's the rendezvous and what's the plan from here? Like, everybody was yeah. saying things up to here and nobody was talking about after it because they didn't want to jinx it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But we've hit after it and there's a plan, but everybody's kind of just reveling in the moment and not being just like, next steps. Let's go. Like, Luthlin's been saying, like, hey, I, Mom, I need some money. So I think that's what this is. This is to fund what Luthen wants to do next with the Rebel well, we Cell, know, right? We know the Death Star is being built. Yeah. yeah. Like we know, yeah, because they keep saying like things are being... Things, like Rogue One is when things, it Everything's being sent to Scarif and these are going here and this yeah, and this yeah. and this. So it's just like, okay, so the plans are in motion, the wheels are in motion, Rebels is going on. What, like what happens? I'm so, we have six more episodes. Mm-hmm. ISB is doing their thing. I feel like we're gonna get a full, like either full episode or a good, maybe half an hour straight of ISB, and mm. them looking at There's stuff. There's gonna be some imperial stuff. Ferrix, unless that whole thing is done with, okay, do what you want with it. I don't care. If that's done, fine. Because Blevin's gonna be back. Everybody's gonna be back. It's gonna be running mm. back and forth. Those things I asked you for that you told me no, I need them now. Yeah, like those, mm. all those things. Like I have full authority now to do this. You give them to me. Because right? I think everybody's actually going to be there. mixing now at this point. Yeah. It has to. And if there's still scuffles from in there, then it's just going to be more funny imperial nonsense going on. My my own hypothesis, although I'm very curious now because my last one was completely wrong. Yeah. But my my own hypothesis for the next three episodes, just because it makes the most sense in my head, is yeah, Andor's going to go back to Ferrix, Phoenix, whatever it's called. Mm. Um, and he's going to see the changes that are happening now there, now that Blevin's in charge and, you know, life's shittier. He can't get in contact with anyone or maybe, you know, bad stuff's happened uh, now. Um, not as many people that he knows because some of them have been killed maybe. And I wonder if there he's going to run into the partisans, right? Maybe they're going to yeah. show up and, and try to liberate uh, the planet and then he's going to get pulled into that, but then see how far Saul goes uh, so that he can then for the last three episodes kind of work his way back into Mon Mothma's rebellion. I would uh, I would be actually fine with like him at the end of the season still being with Saw. Because we know this yeah, is the second all, season, yeah. right? And we you know, mm-hmm. halfway through the season already, we're only like six days in to five BBY. Yeah. 
right? Like we're five five days in, right? There's no time jump yet. Everything's just been day after day after day. So mm -hmm. we have a lot of time to ex explore this. And I think they want to milk Andor for all it's worth. And they want to put <laughs> so much in there that we can, right? Because if they just mm -hmm. jump like three years, then that's like three year gap that they could go back to. But why would they do that? We can just go chronologically yeah. right i mean i don't know high republic why would you do that <laughs> or even even clone wars man clone wars tv series it was released in episode order but the episode order is not chronological order yeah that's that's because it's an anthology which i yeah. it was so weird, weird but yeah. um any other like the you know future predictions for this series i kind of like the partisans one i can kind of see that if, if that's the setup yeah. um my because biggest question it adds more intrigue too at the end right well, here, how do we get to the partisans at this point, though? Because nobody's mentioned. Well, the only person who's mentioned them Cassian. is Luthal. No, Luthal. Ca Cassian did. Cassian's like, what is this with the the partisans? Like, are you with the partisans or the rebellion? Oh, and he's naming all the groups. Yeah, so, yeah. He, so he knows about them. Four. But he, so, I, I don't think he's really liking the thought of them at the moment. Well, here's because yeah. here's what I'm thinking, right? Like, you know, after all that stuff. Like Luthen knows who he is, so he's not going to get away with that. If he goes back to Ferrix, the only way they contact him is through that radio thing there, or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing that thing's still really well hidden, so the Empire's not going to find it yet. So that's the only way they've been sending communique off world. Mm -hmm. And so if he gets back there, sees how shitty he is, can't contact anybody, finds out that they're jailed or something, or holed up in that hotel, contacts Luthen. Hey, I need I need help. Nobody from that last mission is really alive or in a situation to help you. All right, get me in contact with someone who can. Be here in three days. Mm -hmm. Boom. Who's this? I'm Saw Guerrero. I'm here to help you out. Yeah. Boom. Exactly. And that's why Saw comes in. He always comes in at the point where people are at their weakest and they need the help. Mm -hmm. and they have no. No, other no. He needs something from there. But that's or he it. Needs the motivational speech. But he Look waits at, until the moment that they're at their weakest and they need yeah, his help yeah. too, right? And then he can kind of make the favor tree, you know? Yeah, because it also makes sense to me if if it ends this season with him. Uh, Cassian and Saw, mm. it would help explain why Cassian's so cold-blooded in Rogue, Rogue One, right? He's just picking up but more, also, more skills. Cassian in Rogue One was in was jailed by them, wasn't he? The Partisans? No, that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. And that's that's actually a good point. In Rogue because, One he was, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, if you've worked with them and you've seen them in Saw, but no, like, he's paranoid, but he'd know him and be like, nah. Yeah. That's the other thing, because it's like, if he knew Saw and they needed Jin to get in on it, to get to Saw, why wouldn't they just use Andor? So maybe he doesn't yeah. join up yeah. with them. So yeah, maybe really it's not the partisans at all. Yeah. So. The one thing mm. I would say is if you guys have the time and anybody listening, read the book Rebel Rising. It's when Jen Urso, between her joining up with Saw and her leaving Saw Guerrero's group, it's all of her time there. It's fucking amazing and very okay. visceral. There's some scenes mm. in it you're like, Saw, what the fuck, man? That's, that's brutal. Even for, like, the Rebellion, like... And for the the partisans, like holy shit, what the hell, man? Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I recommend it if you guys can read it before the end of Andor. It may give you a lot of insight into like Sagarera and like how he is. I mean, you know quite a bit already, but this just adds, yeah. adds another layer. And I don't know exactly. I can't remember the timeline of Rebel Rising when Jin is with Guerrera, but maybe younger mm. Jin is with Guerrera right now. I don't remember five BBY if five years before Rogue One if she was. Like by herself yet or yeah, not? I can't remember when she leaves. I can't remember either because she's imprisoned eventually. Yeah, she's by herself. So, so, so off your point then of the fact that yeah, Cassian and Saw never meet up. So then I feel like maybe it would twist. You know, maybe it's like the partisans already there. Maybe it's more of Cassian joins a cell. Yeah. yeah. 
And so he sees Saw and he may, you know, maybe seeing his messages or seeing him on the comm with whoever the leader is, but never directly interacting with him. It could be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of There's things to look forward to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It could just be the militia of the fucking Tanashi being just like, okay, yeah, it's yeah I'll pay you. Remember, because there's that there's that huge thing guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I have your money now. I'm gonna pay you. You pay him. We're gonna stand around, look tough. We're gonna get a bunch of other people. I'd be interested to see if he goes back to Ferrix. Because that's where they might call in stormtroopers at the at the slightest thing now. Yeah, right. I mean, he has no reason not to go back to Ferrix. Like that's where he wants to go as a character. Yeah, and it's been set up. The fact. It's, it's also the fact that, like it's you pointed out, they actually built the full city, right? And it's like, well, you're not just going to use it for three episodes then, yeah. right? Yeah. You don't want to get your money's worth. They put the Imperial, it... like, headquarters in the, ho in the hotel. They're mm. setting it up to, like, make it so the Imperial rule is solid there. So, like, when he comes back, it's going to be different. It's an unresolved place. Right? Just yeah. as much as the... Um, not just as much, but almost as much as the island thing place he grew up on. Oh, yeah. Karada? I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Like, that place, all we know is how he was leaving because he was leaving the thing, right? Because mm. he never went back with them and he was just gone from there. So it's not going to be about there, per se. The flashbacks and his six years old stuff. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's going to go back, go back to mom, um, She's going to be sick now or whatever that. We have all this money. We can help you out. We can do all these things. I did this thing for you. Okay, cool. But I remember, boom, when you were six and how you said you were going to... You might get your answers there. We might get our fucking answers there oh. at this point. Yeah, speaking of that, I could also see him coming back with that money to be like, now I have money to keep looking for my sister. Because that's a plot point that's yeah. just disappeared so far, right? The interesting oh, thing, too, is we know man. in Rogue One he has nothing left to fight for. So A, his sister might be already dead or hmm. she might die in this series. Uh, his adoptive mother gonna die. Droid not in this, so he might die. But he yeah. might be the new brain for K two. We do know. Hmm. We do know that K two is introduced in this series in this season, for sure. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Apparently, I just saw that cast list, and yeah, our <laughs> friend is on there. So he, it's like, who else? He might is be, be a security droid. In he, the oh, that's hotel. true. That's true. Yeah. Might be just a security droid, and might be introduced. It will to be the, incredibly to ironic if it turns out to be uh, Dedro or Blevins droid. That would be Jason. interesting, yeah. And the cool thing too is, yeah. The interesting thing is it, how how <laughs> accurate is going to be. Blevin ended. Yeah, <laughs> Andor is my friend now. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see where um, uh, K two storyline comes in because mm. we have a comic series that's like one issue that shows how Cassian got um, uh, K two. So K2. I'm going to read that again too. Mm. Um, now that take it with a grain of salt, though, oh, for sure, it wouldn't be the first. Yeah, well, yeah. and it wouldn't be the first time we've had uh, a TV show overwrite comic canon. Yeah, or or literature in general, like the Ahsoka book, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I'm gonna read it again and see if there's anything to do with ISB in there. I can't remember what the whole scenario was, but he was doing something against the Empire. So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna do that and see where where that lands, um, and we'll get back to it on, on next time or, or together, which will be next week. Mm -hmm. All right. That said, let's get into the outro. Welcome to the outro of the podcast. If you listened to us this far, congratulations, you win. What do you win? I don't know yet. 
Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Don't. <laughs> you win. Make promises. You win to know what's happening next. No. Um, you win to know how to contact us again. Uh, <laughs> Noma, would you like to let listeners know how they this won and what they can do? all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Do you want me to alter it any further? <laughs> I pray I do not, not alter it any further. further. Uh, but yeah, so I cut Dan off a little bit there. But yeah, like we said at the top, we'd love to hear from you, whatever your thoughts are. Uh, one of the easiest ways to contact us is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. Once again, we're going to plug our new merch store, which is shop.voiceoftheforce.com. Gonna eat. Why are you trying? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we <laughs> need to do. We need to record the video uh, because then we can do stuff like that, and it actually makes sure, sense. Sure. Yeah. Uh, vaguely. Um, but yeah, we've also got an email, which is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. Social media wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both of those is voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing a listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Viewing us with five stars in a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noah. And always remember... Time!